0: Now we
1: gotta live no more. From check to check, mom, please don't worry about me. you I got racks. Now I'm way up, way, way up. Hey,
0: you, you. I don't like your girlfriend. Good song. Great Uh, we're good. Post. All right. <clears throat> Ready? Yep.
2: Welcome back to Skyline's View. It's James Santor. I got my boys, Kevin gowan and Drew Sarasinski. Is that how you say, Drew? Hey. What's good, yeah. boys? What's up? What's up? All right. So we got a very special episode today. So as of this episode recording, you know, we're the night before. It's thir- It's Wednesday night, and tomorrow at noon, we're gonna be announcing the Lasalle Legends Foundation. So big time. We've been trying to do this for a long time, trying to figure out the right time to go, and uh, we're ready to do it. So the real ones of this episode are us. Um, But yeah, this is something that we've really been working hard on, um, for those of you who haven't heard before. So we are working to save Out baseball, so Kevin and I both played there, um, and it's something that really... It means a lot to us, Kevra. I mean, like LaSalle yeah. kinda of made us. That's why we're here. Like this is
1: it's, just, it's important to us. Part of the journey for sure.
2: Yeah. So it's it's something that's really it means a lot to us. And the real issue was that we had to raise money for the school and really try to find a unique way to bring this program back because obviously given COVID, given you know, the struggles of private universities in general, you know, money's tight. And uh unfortunately they decided that, that baseball wasn't a part of the future as currently constructed. So for us it was really trying to find a way to you know, not only bring this program back the way it was, but bringing it back better and making it better for the long term.
1: Yeah, definitely wanted to um, save the program, of course. There's other programs that got cut, volleyball, swimming and diving. I think men's swimming and diving, Um, women's golf, maybe women's tennis. Yeah, Uh, like a handful. There were seven in total. And when we first started, obviously, we want to save the baseball program. But it kind of like evolved from that from working with i mean portnoy we we disassociated ourselves with from barstool
2: and we still appreciate the hell out of them like we would not be here at all without them and it's one of those things that it was we were told that it was in our best interest to enjoy the the fruits of our labor from what we've been able to do so far but kind of leave it at that so you know the school has given us the path we need to get back right i mean like it's I think when we first found out about this, we really thought that there was no chance. I mean, that's what we were told. We were told, you know, $15 million, then it was $100 million. Like, you know, those types of numbers that were used to kind of, I think, scare people away, right? Like, I think we never really were deterred. And I think that's why we're where we are.
1: Yeah, they definitely kept raising the amount. Like, they wanted us to not try. And we were going to, like, keep trying no matter what. So it didn't really matter. They could have said, like, $300 million. I mean, yeah, we definitely seriously. still would have tried. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, like, I think that's that's why it's so important to us. Like, with that
2: attitude we have and that work ethic comes from being at LaSalle. I mean, look, it's a school where you go there to grind. Like, especially for baseball. Like, it's, it's in the Northeast. The facilities aren't, you know, some of the, the rivals. And that's why we're doing this. Because we've been through it and we loved our experience. And we want that next generation of explorers to kind of have that experience that we would have dreamed to have.
1: Yeah, there's too much. There's too much because... I mean, even our years, and I guess it's recency bias, but like we and I'm I'm sure they did this in the past, but we stacked the two houses next to each other. We had a third on the end, we called it baseball row. Yep. That's where like everyone wanted to be at. And there's just like obviously that's just one example, but there's too much to leave behind. Yeah, we had the
2: Stees and we had the John. Um, you know, the John's definitely the most legendary house that- for sure. Of Lasalle baseball history. For, shout out all the explorers out there that have had have experienced the John basement. Um, it's a hell of a time. If you know, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, again, we we not only got that experience of baseball. I mean, it was a great. We're all doing well for ourselves too. I mean, there's not a single person I know that we played with that hasn't gone on to had a successful career. And I think that's a real testament to Lasalle University, Lasalle baseball, and just kind of the the environment that was cultivated by you know Coach Lake, now Coach Miller, and just every coach that was before us. I mean. To me, this the entire the best part of all this has been working with the alumni, working with our friends that we still play with in the Mugcats. Like we've gotten to meet and talk with people that go back to like the 60s and that graduated in the 60s. So they're older than the 60s. So it's like it's pretty amazing the way it all works. Um and, and really the the way the community has come together. And I think honestly, and this is in a weird way, Kevin. I don't know if let me know if you agree with this, but like I think LaSalle Baseball kinda needed this. I think that when the program comes back
1: and now everybody is so, you know, again, you, you have that feeling of, Hey, it's, it's gone. Yeah. I think, um, I think of course, LaSalle in general needed this.
2: Yeah, I, I absolutely. And I think again, the entire time our messaging has been like, we're not mad at the school. We understand like, it's really tough. And for them, whatever the decision was, like we, you know, again, do we think it could have been handled differently? Of course. But like, again, this is an easy situation no matter what. So for us, it was like, look, we're not the school's enemy. We're here to figure out a way to make this work. And and for us, that was the LaSalle Legends Foundation. So we've had the opportunity to meet some amazing people through this. Um, again, thanks to Barstool and, and Portnoy for, again, giving us the publicity on a national scale. We got people that would reach out to us asking the help. And, you know, I'm not going to name names just for privacy reasons and, and, and some other things going on behind the scenes. But um, a group reached out to us on Twitter. Uh, I mean, literally a Twitter DM. Like, I don't know if I've, thank God I opened that Twitter DM and I took it seriously because again, like it was, it was one of those things where I just sat there. I saw it pop up, didn't really think anything of it. And next thing I know, like they're kind of helping to drive this from, you know, from the business side.
1: Yeah. I still have the voicemail, um, or not the voicemail, the whole phone call recorded (laughs) on my phone.
2: Yeah. We, uh, I mean, it's it's just crazy, and the relationships that we built with those guys. I mean, me and the one dude literally text all the time. He keeps telling me his son's gonna be a future explorer. Like, I love it. Like, it's yeah. it's just so cool because they have the people that are working with us and have helped us from both from. There's multiple business sides. We're only talking about the one um, publicly, uh, which is the foundation. But I mean, he told me his son wants to play at Lasalle. He That's told me awesome. like, and he he's uh, about to be a high schooler. He's in high school, and he wants to be an explorer. Like, I mean. I think that's the coolest part of all this is that we've been able to kind of make a movement out of it, where it's saying, "Hey, like we were put in the worst of situations—a small school that didn't have that much publicity—and now we made people care about it." And I think that's a good—it's a necessity in a time where like everybody's struggling to, I don't know, for to find a beacon of hope. Yeah, definitely something to uh, brighten the spirits of a lot of people. Yeah. So the foundation is a five hundred one C three not for profit. So. You know, the reason we established this foundation is really to be a vehicle to drive the donations necessary to bring the program back and improve the program the way we think we need to. So, um, you know, donors can donate and it's, there's all the tax benefits you'd get with any nonprofit, um, which is obviously a big thing when you're dealing with large sums of money. And we're working with architects, we're working with the school, we're working with everybody to try to figure out a really, really unique way to take the money we donate or uh, raise. And build facilities and change the way the program operates. But another big thing, and I think this is something that Kev, you, Joe, and I all talked about, and, and Coach Miller and, and the rest of the crew, like we want to also help the community. Like this is so much more than baseball because I think that like all the players and the program in general is it builds more than just your typical baseball player, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's so important to us that we do more than that. So our goal here is obviously to bring back the program uh help the program run in perpetuity and really we're gonna become a northeast powerhouse i mean coach miller has brought in two top 75 recruiting classes in two years with zero facilities in a school in the northeast in, in philly i mean it's pretty damn impressive and you know god can only imagine what happens if we get the facilities necessary um, along with the publicity we've gotten and the types of players we can get so it's it's really exciting and you know if you do have questions about the foundation hit us up hit us up on social media Email me at santor 43 yahoo.com I'll talk to anybody. So I mean it's it's really exciting.
1: Yep. There it is.
2: LaSalle Legends Foundation. Yeah. Uh there will be some limited merch coming soon. Stay tuned to that. Uh it's gonna be like a, a Jordan drop. So you're gonna get your bots ready. Um <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be awesome. And thank you again to anybody and everybody who's helped us get this far. It's been
1: a, a wild ride, but we're we're pumped up. Yep. Save LaSalle baseball, baby. Save there you go. LaSalle baseball. Alright, so from last episode, uh, I remember at the very end I posted a poll because Andrew, producer Drew, said that he doesn't make his bed. And he said that, specifically said he doesn't have enough time to do so. Mm. And I I just said that he admitted he didn't have it together. Like, you don't have your life together if you don't make time to do things like that. You know what I mean? And And hey... After this poll, maybe I'm being too harsh.
2: Can I ask you a question, Kev? Do you think,
1: how many days a week do you
2: need to make your bed? Like, what's what do you think the average or what should be the average?
1: Well, I think that every day you wake up, and listen, I'm, this is, like, crazy, but I don't, like, jump out of bed and then just make my bed real quick. Like, I'll get out of bed and kind of, like, I'll chug water as soon as I wake up absolutely of course and then i'll go brush my teeth and then i'll come back to it and be like i'm gonna appreciate that i did this later I feel that's that's the same mindset i have because it's like i almost like guilt
2: myself into it because i look at it i'm like it only takes like two seconds you know like yeah i, I stare that freaking bed deep into its soul and i say i gotta make you or else i'll be pissed off later at night
1: yeah dude for sure so producer Drew, we posted the poll and it says do you make your bed every morning/slash every day? Yeah, dude, of course. Nah, don't have time. And it was a hundred to ninety-five. Yeah, dude, of course. No way. So, alright, fifty-one percent said yeah, dude, of course. Forty-nine percent, nah, don't have time.
2: Wow, dude, when I saw when I looked, it was like sixty-eight thirty-two. Yeah, like for not making the bed, and I was like, wow, I guess I yeah. guess we're in the minority, but like. All right, I'm pretty pumped. Shout out to the to the audience out there. Like you guys are doing good,
0: and if you're not making your bed, Drew,
1: producer Drew, what do you have to say about
0: it? Uh, I think it's like a pretty even split. I'm happy with the numbers, and uh, shout out to everybody not making their
1: bed. We got much much better things to do. I mean, it's funny though because like I post these polls all the time, and the people like. I could expose some people based off like the answers on some of these. And I know that like a lot of people don't care at all and they're just scrolling through and they just like mindlessly click yeah. an option. But like sometimes people will hit me up and be like, hey, I clicked this by accident. I actually mean this. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, of course. Dude, that's pretty dangerous actually. Now I'm thinking about it.
2: Like there's, that's a really unique way to collect data. Like Instagram's probably just gathering all that stuff. And if you, Participate in enough polls. They know exactly your type of personality and what you're going to do. And
1: yeah. That's how they target ads at you. Well, so the cat's out of the bag. I work for Instagram. And all these polls go straight to the boys up top. But uh, actually, though, actually, though, like what I'm saying about exposing people, like I remember I posted one and it, it was something stupid because I saw on Twitter. It was like, if you drink room temperature water, um, you're you're an avid water drinker or like only water real water drinkers know that room temperature is greater than ice cold do you agree with that or no no i think i think that ice cold water is what you like want when you are parched i'm going
2: room temp dude so i i'm a room temp guy but there are times when an ice water hits different like it depends yeah
1: no 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 so then I'm like looking up, I'm like why do people think this? like and I'm i'm seeing that you are getting more hydrated when you drink room temperature. I guess like it goes down quicker because the ice isn't blocking it technically. I mean, I don't know I I'm don't just know making about that up that. I don't know I don't know actually a <laughs> yeah. bad statement right
2: there, but if you're a do- do- scientist out there, please let us know.
1: Yeah, but um I, ha- I have seen that like when you're thirsty, room temperature water would be better for you to drink.
2: I think I used to always do ice, and then I saw, like, something about, like, Roger Federer, like, Rafael Nadal, are like, they only drink water at, like, a 68
1: degrees or something. I was like, oh, man, like, I got to start doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Tom Brady drinks his at, like, 58 or something like, you weird. like that. you think he's really never had a strawberry? Um, I didn't hear I've never heard that, but, like, Why? apparently uh, there's his his
2: guy just said that berries are just like the devil like li- like wow. they will destroy the body and i'm a big
1: strawberry guy i think they're freaking delicious so dude have you ever seen like the the tiktok where you put uh strawberry in water and then you pour salt on it what happened and like little worms like come out of the oh, strawberry
2: yeah dude don't ruin it for me
1: well maybe tom brady's on to something i guess actually he definitely is i mean wait for real? like is that like a real thing Yeah, I'm not kidding. if we get, if we just went and got a strawberry right now, yeah, and you like put it in water and then pour salt in it, like little tiny worms. So, so why are we just eating these things? Like, and we know that. I don't know. We do that with a lot of things, though. What the like? If again, if you're a scientist, what the come on the show? What the hell is going on? Yeah, we have a lot of questions. Um, I qu- I tend to question a lot of things. Yeah, uh, we should just pay for one. Honestly, we should do that. We should get. A scientist slashed astrologist.
2: Oh my god! I don't know if I want to hear that stuff though, dude. I was talking to my mom about it this weekend. And again, this is gonna kinda I'm gonna knock on wood here, but she said she went to one like tarot card reader or something like that. And they said her first husband was gonna die. Like early. And I'm like, Well, that's my dad. And they're still together. It's her first husband. And I'm like, I'd prefer him not to do that. Knock on wood, please don't yeah, let that happen. But
1: I was like, why would I want somebody to say that to me? It sounds awful. I don't think, like, I don't know about it, truly, but I don't think they should be telling you that stuff. Yeah, honestly, I don't know where the hell my mom was, uh, but,
2: yeah, not cool. And, uh, Dad, hope you're doing good out there. I love you.
1: Yeah, definitely stay safe, Mr. (laughs) Santor. But, yeah, I'm just saying, back to what I was talking about exposing people, like, based on their vote, I can tell now that I put that up and this is kind of like devious of me to say, and I really don't judge the. He's pulling up his Excel spreadsheet. No, dude, I did. But like these people that don't make their bed, like get it together.
2: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm hating. Yeah. But like, uh, so here's the deal. Anytime I know somebody's coming to my house and this is like an, an old school Italian thing. I make my bed because if somebody happens to come out my room, my bed's not made. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm a degenerate. Yeah. So like, if I went to like a friend's room, like if I walk into Drew's room right now and I see his bed not made, I'm like, oh, Drew, like, what's, you you good, bro? A little landslide
1: action yeah. going on there, like. But I think, I think also to that same degree, like, I, if you don't make your bed, like that's fine, like whatever. I won't blame you for doing for not making your bed, but if you feel like anxious or yeah like it, you're just like feeling anxious cleaning and making your bed will make you feel better
2: it really does it really cleaning is like the weird anxiety or stress reliever in a weird way but i think we should do another like uh sticker response thing and just saying what are your reasons for not making your bed i feel like everybody's got like a, a bs reason like it'll
1: be the same thing it'll be what producers you said and don't, we don't have time don't have for time. it yeah. So what are you doing instead? Like, what what do you need the time for? I mean, it's not just that. Like,
0: I find that it's not just that I don't have the time. I find it as a complete waste of time. Like, because you just get back and yeah, in it. I'm just right getting right, right
2: back in it. Yeah. But do you feel like if if everything's out of place, do you feel like you get less of a sleep? Well, I guess if you do it every night. But like, I feel like if I get no back into a bed that's not made, I just like have an awful sleep. Yeah. I, I think it's probably that's probably mental. But like, yeah,
1: it's definitely mental at that at that point. But. No, I, I do
2: agree, though. I feel like my my pillows are colder if I make my right. bed. I don't know that makes no sense at all. There's no correlation, but, like, I swear to God, it's how I feel. Yeah, about.
1: but, bro, if, you, if you're looking at your bed and you see it with the covers all messed up versus you're looking at it and it's made, when it's made, it's much more welcoming. I mean, it's almost, you're kind of, like, sexualizing like a bed.
2: It's always <laughs>
0: welcoming to me. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I just... I kind of agree with you. I mean, yeah, like, you
1: walk up to a nice, beautifully made bed. It's looking pretty good. I want to jump in there and get pretty comfortable. This also leads me to another thing that I was thinking about. Like, when did people start sleeping, like, 10 hours straight? Yeah, who said that, like,
2: eight hours of sleep is, like, ideal? Like, that sounds like a pretty arbitrary number.
1: I think at one point, people used to, like, take, like, two-hour naps. Like, sleep for two hours, then get up, do stuff. Would you
2: All right, would you rather
1: sleep like a normal 8 hours or would you
2: rather kind of have like that
1: 2 hour schedule where you kind of get to see all hours of the day? I don't know how my body would feel. Like I don't yeah. know if I'd be like super tired. I don't want to try it. Dude, I feel like I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know. That would be no so clue. weird. It would be very weird.
2: Wait, but now that I'm thinking about it. So like would it be 2 hours but only 8 out like
1: no. It would you, literally be 12 hours like well no, it goes back to like 8 hours being the exact amount eight to ten is the exact amount that someone needs to yeah like go you wouldn't you wouldn't do that you would be like no i only need four and a half and i take br- like Got it. Breaks. Okay. yeah i mean
2: like some you ever feel like if you get less sleep you have more energy yeah I, like i a definitely lot. like i mean honestly like that's i feel like a, if i get a lot of sleep sometimes i feel awful
1: yeah they always say that naps like 30 minutes to 45 yeah. minutes are like the perfect but like cat naps. Like I remember we used to get done lift at cuz oh, the dude. boys used to be lifting at 5:30. After lift nap. Oh my god, so dude. We would get done lift at like 6:30ish 6:45. We'd walk to the dining hall. Dining hall would open at 7. So we'd eat right away and then i would have an 8 a.m so i'd go back to my dorm and literally sleep for like i'd set my alarm for like 12 minutes 13 yeah. minutes it's the best feeling in the world a 13 like you,
0: minute nap dude i used to be struggling bro seriously
1: yeah
2: do 5 30 a.m m lift after like doing homework or whatever night before but then you got the 5:30 a.m lift you either get breakfast like i used to just go back crush my rock and refuel shout out rock yeah. and refuel. um and take like that like 20 to like 20 to 30 minutes is what i used to take Sometimes less, depending if I had to do a little work or something before. But, like, because after that, you just grind the rest of the day. Like, you go to class. You go to class to lunch. Lunch to practice. Practice to study hall or whatever you got to do. Like, it's a a freaking grind.
0: So, like, if you don't get that, like, 15 or 13 minutes in, like, you are dead. All right. Let me ask you guys something. Uh Uh-oh. Because I'm bad with this. Kev knows that I'm bad with this. Do you guys get up, first alarm? Like, in the morning, you're just one alarm. You're up and good. I am do you, what a
2: then? huge for. I don't have another alarm.
1: Really? I'm, I'm a one alarm guy, and I've, I've probably missed it once in the last three years. So I'm a two alarm guy, but I don't wake up to the default, like, ringers. That, Music? Yeah, I put on a song. So, I used so to do I that, had, too, when I, in yeah, college. So I just had this thing that, um, because when I would hear those alarms go off, you know the alarm, it's like ear piercing. It's torturous. <laughs> like when i hear that my body get i like freak out can't wake up to that like i would be like dreaming and i would hear that and it would be like someone put those things on my chest and like so it's a painful wake up yeah it's not it's not pleasant at all so I, i like had this great idea i thought i was like a genius i was like i'm just gonna put on um a post malone song or like just a song that always puts me in my bag i'm gonna put it on as my alarm so i start my every day in my bag yeah i mean that's i did that in college and it was like
2: you're right like it's awesome i don't know why i don't do it anymore i think it's because when i do hear that also awful piercing alarm i just like shoot up like i literally it's like yeah. a freaking frankenstein type thing where i just jump up and i'm like well this is uncomfortable now i'm gonna just wake up
1: it literally feels like someone's gr- like grabbing your heart and squeezing i don't even hear it yeah so you need, you gotta switch it up that's why you're not yeah. an, a one one alarm guy yeah
2: what should drew use like i think the audience should maybe tell us what drew should use Bro, for his next alarm
0: i have this alarm upstairs because kev knows like i'm bad with it yeah. i guess i like more evidence that i don't have my shit together yeah this dude <laughs> sleeps like literally sleeps i go on like a 14 hour sleep like once a week
1: but it's I have pro- a sonic yeah.
0: boom alarm. It, like, shakes my bed and shit. What? Sounds like a fire alarm. I had to get it, it off Amazon. Does it actually shake your bed? Yeah, it comes with, like, a bed shaker. You put it underneath oh and it, like, vibrates God, your man, whole
2: bed. I did not know that. What right. do you mean? A be- it comes with a bed shaker? That's a thing?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It literally shakes your bed. It's it com- actually sick. It comes with a guy that, like, hides under your bed and then <laughs> every morning just, like, roughs you up a little bit. Dude, have you guys
0: heard yeah. how fucking loud this thing is? I, I mean... I think you have to take a video of it. Yeah, I seriously. Will. I will. Because it is thing. so loud. Yeah,
1: this is definitely a big video, people. So here's the thing. Here's how I feel about what you just told me. If you don't get up after your bed starts shaking, then you need to find a new way. Like you need to find some apparatus that dumps cold water on your head. Mike Tyson's got to like punch you in the face or something like I'm confused, yeah. though. Like, wh- is it like an attachment yeah, you put on the end of your bed? No, because under your mattress, like, it's like a it, the vibrator. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> technically, yeah. Technically, yes. Okay. All right, Drew. Um, All right. So, he's googling it. So, buddy has an attachment underneath his mattress this right here.
0: This piece, like, it's like a oh, long that wire. Is, dude, that literally it looks like a bomb. Bed. Dude, it is dude, so. I mean, it's a bomb. Bro. But, like,
1: it's. And what do you? What do you? You just set like your wake up time.
0: Yeah, and it's still not effective. But so, what does the vibration feel like? Does it actually does it scare you, or is it kind of like
1: it scares the shit out of you, bro? (laughs) It's not like the
0: one thing that gets me up like instantly. So does that go off first time every time, or is that like the second alarm? No, it goes off like see, like it has like it has four settings. It's like off and then you can turn into like make noise and then you can do make noise and vibrate or just vibrate uh, is this
1: sonic is like boom Sanity.
0: its own company because i'd like to reach out to them and uh
2: talk about no we'll
1: only charge you two hundred dollars for this one well i mean you have your your one and only customer that can't wake up to it so <laughs> how many five stars does it have uh 24 ratings
2: Let's let's read the one star review. Got one this person's gonna be so pissed. <laughs> it's you. <laughs>
1: it's him. It's a bot. He's a bot. Does it have a review? Yeah, it has. It
0: has a, all fives. And here's the one: useless. Don't buy or waste your time if you live in Australia. Okay, that's why. All right. <laughs> that's all right. Well, lie. They, is it the outlets? Probably. Yeah. The, have the wattage. They're bitching about the outlet Well, hey, like the Aussies. Yeah, dude. Like if you're
2: from a different country and you know they have different outlets and wattages, like figure it out
1: yeah get an extension cord or something like what i'm confused though yeah. why are we just saying that they can't use it i
2: think that they're just probably really angry like they they just realized how stupid they were and decided they're to like i keep else. waking up late <laughs> and this thing ain't helping but do you know like that that actually happened though like with apple where there was like a mess like outage of their alarms yeah and like the alarms just didn't go off one morning and people were just like late to work and they were like all getting in trouble and they're like no like
1: literally apple screwed up dude all right listen to this this is crazy so, yeah, it, backpacking off that, like everyone, if you have an old school alarm, I mean, Drew has Sonic Boom, but that's different. If you have an old school alarm where you, the one you, where you see in the movies, it's going off and the Slap dude it. just like reaches over, and whacks it. So when uh, me and uh, Fazo lived in North Carolina with our host family, our host brother, uh, he was going to be a senior in uh, high school at the time. And so, it was that summer, and I think he was, like, drinking or something with his boys. Like, just, like, senior and high school stuff. Yep. And his mom, so our host mom, Barb, took his phone and, like, was reading through it. So, like, Ooh. basically read his messages, exposed them, grounded him, right? And she was, like, strict on him. She wasn't what strict was on dude? us. Was he,
2: like, talking to girls? Like, what was he? I
1: don't know. He was just, like, talking about his boys, like, meeting up and, like, going to the woods or something, I don't know, whatever it was. So he got caught doing that, and what's it called? He, she takes his phone for, like, two weeks, and in that two-week span, he was waking up late for work because she took his phone, and he didn't have an alarm.
2: Well, that's, like, I mean, you got to get an alarm at that point, right? Well,
1: that, here's the thing, like, that, his phone, he uses his phone as his alarm. So as his mom, like, don't you think she... I mean, it's tough, tough to like punish him and then be like, "Here's your phone." Why didn't he just it. get a clock? Well, here's the thing. So his dad—this is crazy—because our host dad would go away for like two, three weeks at a time and go to China, like li- literally go of to course, China. Of course. And he wasn't there. And when he got back, our host brother was like, "Dad, I keep waking up late for work. Mom took my alarm." And he was, he was like pissed about it. He's like, what the hell, man? Like you can't be late to work, get your ass to work. And he was spewing to us about it, me and Ben. So the next morning I like went downstairs to do my laundry or something. And he was in his room and he was like, Kev, did you get me this? I was like, get you what? He was like this alarm clock. Like it was, it's in my room. Like I just got home. Like it's in my room. Did you get me this? And I was playing dumb saying that I got it for him, but it was his dad. But like, isn't that crazy? He got though? him,
2: like, legit, like, old-school arm Yeah, rack. like
1: an old-school arm crack. He was like, dude, you can't be late for work. That's the biggest dad move ever. It's
2: like ugh, teaching a lesson out of something like that. I love that. That's yeah,
1: but I remember him. He, he was, like, he was definitely, like, kind of pissed at how strict she was being. But
0: Two weeks of no phone.
1: Huh.
0: I'm taking it back, bro.
2: She, I mean, I'm raising an army after that. Like, what the hell did he have on that phone that she took it away for two weeks?
1: dude i don't think it was anything that bad she is she not a real one bro no she's definitely a real one she's she was like like such a mom just like yeah, she's a
2: that's good though I She mean she's a really
1: good mom she is a really good mom not past tense but <laughs> okay so he gets his phone taken me and ben this is like in the two week span me and ben go to one of our teammates house and we're like drinking beers and he, We ask if Shane can give us a ride. That's our host brother's name. And we ask Barbara, like, hey, can Shane pick us up? Like, we know he's in trouble, but, like, he, can he come pick us up, give us a ride, like, drinking beers? She lets him. No phone still, though. Like, he doesn't have his phone on him. We get in the car, and I remember Ben, or it was probably all of us, we were like, let's go to cookout before we go home.
2: Oh, man, dude. You Cookout's hungry. so far, So good.
1: All right. And she... Shane's like, yo, Ben, you have to text my mom and ask her if, like, I can stay out later to go to cookout with you guys or take you guys to cookout. So Ben's like, no, dude, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Shane's like, just give me your phone. And types to his mom from Ben's phone. And says, hey, like, this is – can or it was just from Ben's phone. So he was just like, hey, can Shane stay out a little bit later? He's taking us to cookout. And she didn't answer. Ben gets his phone back, and he goes, dude, what are you doing? I wouldn't say this, and said that was Shane. Dude, Ben's a narc. Yeah, bro. We were trying to, like, figure out a way to get her phone before she saw it. Dude, Ben, like, what the? (laughs) Dude, I've never laughed that hard in my life. I was like, why would you say that? Ben, Ben, you're my assistant coach, and I'm just hearing this story now. I'm going to have to cut you loose, bro. Dude, that's an all-timer. He literally took his phone back and was like, Shane, what are you doing, dude? I wouldn't do this. And said that was Shane. Ben is the ops. Just exposed them.
2: Ops. (laughs) That's tough, Ben. But all right, look. Good episode. Little save us out baseball.
1: Little abrupt ending, but we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna keep them a little short. Yeah, we're
2: gonna see. We're looking at the analytics. We're analytics guys here. Yeah. Looking at the podcast, uh, the numbers, just knowing what we're supposed to be doing here for you boys, but and girls and girls, yeah. Um. yeah uh but yeah so good episode save us out baseball check out all the stuff online today tomorrow whatever day you're listening to this uh lasalle legends foundation if you're interested in helping us out want to find out more hit us up and uh boys we'll see you soon
1: we'll see you soon
0: till next time deuces Later.